0: those of ESPN Richmond, Radio 1, or management or staff. Lexus of Richmond presents Let's Talk Golf, live from Independence Golf Club. Coming up, we'll take a look at this week's PGA Tour action with the latest headlines, leaderboard updates, and more with this week's special guest. Now from the back patio at Independence, here's Greg Burton.
1: Hey, it's great to have you with us here. Let's Talk Golf, presented by Lexus of Richmond. Go to LexusofRichmond.com. And, of course, we are live on the back patio at Independence. A nice, cool evening for once with some showers possibly looming.
2: But we're undercover here in the patio. It's great to have our great friend from Independence, Gift Breed. How are you, Giff? Always great to be with you. We put the dome over it, so the, hopefully the concert <laughs> will be going and uh, we'll have a lot of fun. And, of course, our great friend, Tom Flood. Lexus of Richmond, how are you, Tom?
3: Uh, awesome. Great to be out here.
1: And uh, we were supposed to play golf today, but uh, Brian
2: Emmons didn't want to play in the ring. 288 Sports. You thought they were tougher than that, but (laughs) – I think he went to UNC, and we all know about UNC And
3: and Last name Flood, so I'm a mutter, so I love the rain. That's (laughs) when I pick up strokes on the group. As a light rain
2: falls
1: here on the lush greens at Independence Golf (laughs) Club, which the golf course is in a wonderful, wonderful – I'm playing on Sunday, and I'm super, super excited. So, again, if you need a tee time, IndependenceGolfClub.com. Guys, we've got our first major of the year. Oh, yeah. How do you not be excited about that? And it's a West Coast major, which I think all of us know, like, okay, it gets started a little later in the
2: morning, but tonight we'll be yes. up till 10, 11 o'clock
1: watching it. It's fantastic. Just
2: the best, isn't it? I, I, I love just sitting there. We have live sports to watch, and uh, I'm so excited I can't stand it. Yeah, Deep.
3: and, and uh, you know, back in March, dreaming of a day like today where we have four days of major golf on till 10 oh, o'clock at night. Yeah. It's just perfect.
1: The golf, uh, the track is the TPC Harding Park in San Francisco. It is uh, 69 degrees, which is right on brand for San Francisco in the summertime. You know a little bit, right, about that about that track? Yeah, that well, that whole area. Yeah. you got Olympic. Olympic is right.
2: there. Right, yeah. So, I mean, just a bunch of great spots out there. And um, Harding Park is a public course and, and just a real, real wonderful place to play. What kind of statement do you think it makes it when you hold a major championship at a public track? I, again, I, I think that's wonderful because then everybody can come out and, and actually play it. And then here's where Tiger made this putt or right. hit this shot. Like Beth Page. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and really, golf is one of the great sports where one time you can hit it better than a pro. You play tennis with Pete Sampras, no luck. One-on-one with Michael Jordan, you have no shot. But in golf, every now and again, <laughs> you
1: might find the magic. You said that to me several years ago. Tom, I'm sure he said it to you, too, that, like, there's no other sport where you can play the same venue that the pros play. Right? Because right? didn't you play oh, yeah. Bethpage? I you did. did. Yeah. I did.
3: I played it a couple times right before the U.S. Opens in the 90s and then 2003, I believe. And uh, I think that, that was kind of the course that changed when they went from all the country clubs and all yep. the traditional courses. And they redid Bethpage Black. Poured all this money in there. The state of New York did that. And then uh, out in San Francisco, they did the same thing. Yep. This, this, they showed it the other night on the Golf Channel. This was the parking lot for the uh, the Olympic Club when they had the uh, tournament there. (laughs) Right. And they had all these cars just all over the fairway and, the place is falling apart, and then look at it today. It's beautiful. It's
1: absolutely gorgeous. All right. Uh, and you've been listening to live coverage here on ESPN Richmond, so we're so excited that you've been able to listen all day. If you haven't been able to tune in on uh, ESPN, ESPN.com, ESPN Plus, the clubhouse leader is Jason Day. He fired a 5 under 65 today. He is a Lexus ambassador. <laughs> he sure How is. Fitting.
3: How fitting is that? It's great to see him up there and. Uh, you know, he's been with Lexus for 10 years, I believe, or so, maybe even longer than that. Um, he, he kind of did a deal with Nike, so we lost his logo on him, but he still <laughs> is uh, part of some of the dealer events and, and does some things with Lexus. So he's awesome, and uh, it, it's exciting.
2: Well, and he's dealt with some injuries, some back, some issues, and so it's great to
3: see him on his
2: A game. Yeah, absolutely, and, and such a family guy and, uh, and such a, a poster child for what the PGA Tour would want their – Athletes to be, and uh, uh, super excited. Noah's caddy, Colin, and and uh, he was also his teacher. Um, So great to see Jason up there. Has always seemed to compete well in the PGA Championships. Uh, Went head to head with Dustin Johnson a couple five years ago. Um, So uh, I wouldn't count him out. I think that's a that's a that's exciting to see him there. There are nine guys. There are nine guys at
1: minus four. They shired a 4 under 66. Names you know, like Martin Keimer, Xander Shoffley, Zach Johnson, the two time defending PGA champion, uh, Brooks Kepka, Justin Rose. And then there's some guys that maybe you don't know, like Scotty Scheffler. Honestly, I, I think Scotty Scheffler went off at like 212 today here at <laughs> Independence. I'm not even ch- I-, I don't know much about Scotty Scheffler, but Callie's there. Uh, Brendan Steele also, and Mike Lorenzo Vera. But what is that telling you? They all went out early. We're not seeing low
2: scores, but what is that telling you so far that those guys uh, posted, you know, five and four under earlier this morning? Again, I'm not totally familiar with what the weather is out there, but obviously in in a place like San Francisco or British Open, uh, getting a good draw makes a lot of uh, – has a huge impact on on what's going on. So uh, supposedly the afternoon was going to be the better draw to have. Out there, um, but there's some great plays. But Callie's a wonderful player, and no doubt. And then you've got the PGA of America guys out there who catch lightning in a bottle for a round, and that's exciting, um, which I love. But that's why it's four rounds. So we'll we'll see we'll see what happens on Sunday. I cannot go any
1: further without. I'm not contractually obligated to mention Tiger Woods, who (laughs) fired a two-under today. We're going to talk more about that. Of course, a lot made about the putter switch. He's basically using a longer version of the legendary Newport, Scotty Cameron. Um, And then uh, Tom's guy, Tom's guy, Gary Woodland, Minus three, so your Jayhawk's looking good, too, there, buddy.
3: Yeah, he decided to lose weight instead of add weight, yeah. so uh, we'll see which, <laughs> how this one goes. He might have a longer career than uh, some other guy we've been talking about. <laughs>
1: yeah. Let's get a live update on uh, the PJ Championship from San Francisco. My great friend Nick Petruskevich of ESPN.com joining us now. How are you, Nick? I'm doing well. How are you? We're doing great, buddy, man. We're so excited. I think we're just, A, excited to have, you know, big-time live sports, and we finally have golf's first major. Are you sensing that there's a lot of excitement?
4: There is. I mean, 13 months since we had a major championship. I mean, that's a, that's, that's a long time. Uh, and so, like you said, everybody is enjoying the fact that sports are back. Golf has been back for a little longer than the other ones. Um and it was going to be curious to see if this was going to have a feel to it that's different cuz there's still nobody on the golf course. It's just the players and you know some volunteers and a couple of media members but it's it's the same as it's been for the last 7 weeks. But you can sort of tell that it feels like a major even though there's not, you know, there wasn't 25,000 people following Tiger Woods as he wandered his way around the rough and then figured out a way to shoot 68 today.
1: We're going to get to Tiger and the rest of the leaderboard Tell us what's unique about TPC Harding Park, Nick.
4: It's a great, great area for golf courses. I mean, you think about it, this is a public golf course, TPC. Right across the lake is San Francisco Golf Club. Right across the lake is Olympic, which has hosted plenty of U.S. Opens. It's just a, it's a great area for golf. And, you know, not just because ESPN's in the, in the business of the PGA Championship, it's good to have a have a major championship that's going to be basically played out in prime time. Um, So Saturday and Sunday night, depending on, you know, you keep this leaderboard and some of the names we've got up there already, like it's going to be entertaining. Golf for the past seven or eight weeks has been entertaining, uh, even without, you know, the the drama that comes with, with crowds and with the roars you hear on television. I think we're getting used to it. Hopefully it won't be like this forever. But, I mean, you get that feel that this is something this week.
1: Nick, does this golf course favor a certain type of golfer?
4: No, that's the thing. I think if you look at the board right now, and again, we're really, really early. But you have Brooks Kepka who has won this thing two years in a row, who hits it a mile, is four under. You have Zach Johnson, who hits it, you know, quite a bit less <laughs> a than a mile, mile <laughs> is, is four under. Kevin, Kevin Kevin Kisner, who hits it, you know, short as well, is three under. like. No, that's the good thing about this place is that it's just going to be whoever plays well who hits it in the fairway because the rough is is substantial. Just find it and hit it again, and that's that's the key to golf all the time, and it's going to be the key to golf this week.
1: Talking to Nick Petroskevich, of course, who's uh, he's been live blogging all day, and, uh, of course, you can follow him on Twitter. He's worked for ESPN.com. At the top of the leaderboard is Jason Day. Uh, a guy that I love to watch play. I'm so happy he's healthy. Uh, what can we sort of glean from Jason Day's five under 65 today?
4: I think that's the big thing, the health part is, you know, we we spend an inordinate amount of time on Tiger Woods' back and knee and neck and all this other stuff. But like Jason Day, that's the question every day when he plays now is, is that going to be okay? If it is, you got 65. If it's not, you. you We've tended over the past year to look up a lot and see him, you know, limping down the stretch, and not the figurative limping, but actually like literally limping his way home. So if the back holds up, yeah, I mean he's won this thing already once. Like it's not out of the realm of possibility for him to do it again. It's just whether his back holds up. And again, we're you're in a place where the weather is—it's not 95 and you know humid. It's the weather is going to be a factor, especially if you have ailments like he does.
2: Hey Nick, Gift Breed, how are you? Good, good. Um, I would you had mentioned about the rough earlier, and I had seen a statistic that uh, I think, and obviously it's going to change, but about fifty-five percent of the uh, folks were hitting greens in regulation coming out of the rough. Is it the setup look more like a U.S. Open, or you know, PGA used to be sort of an endurance contest? It was nine thousand degrees and guys fighting through all of that, but what? Is it Have they drifted away from what the old PGA setups were and more towards the U.S. Open, or what's your take on all of that?
4: I think the difference has been they have gone to, and they're, I think they're going to like it and not like what I'm about to say, is they've gone to better golf courses. Um, okay. They've been at places in the past that, have, that are they're good, that we'd love to go play on ourselves, but they're not major championship golf courses. Like, this is a major championship golf course. So I think that's the difference. I don't think anybody... Wants to be the USGA, <laughs> they just don't. Like it's not fun. It's fun for us to watch once a year the war of attrition, the you know last man standing. But they no major wants to. But that's the US Open thing. Um, that's the USGA thing to put this to put the golf course on the brink of between fair and unfair. PGA is just wants a true test, and I think that's what at least so far we're going to see. And then we'll see what the we'll see what the weather throws at us the next three days.
2: Have you heard any complaining from any of the players on the setup so far, or have they all been pretty positive about it?
4: No, and that's that's a that's a big thing when they don't complain. Because listen, golfers <laughs> like to complain. Trust right. me, they they all do, including me. Um, so that the fact that there hasn't been a lot of complaints that they said the setup is good. Um, I also think we're at a time and place where the complaining it just it, nobody's going to listen to it. Look at the world. We're, you're you're out. You're playing golf. Your sport is back. You've had a pretty good run in terms of health in comparison to some of the other sports. Like, do we really want to complain that, you know, one dog leg was too sharp and it's not <laughs> fair to me? Like, there, it's now is not the time.
0: Yeah.
3: Hey, Nick, uh, Tom Flood with uh, Lexus of Richmond. How are you? Um, good. Hey, the uh, Mark Twain quote is, the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer <laughs> in San Francisco. <laughs> And um, so today it looks like the weather is really calm. I think we have a little more rain in Midlothian, Virginia, than we do out in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah. But what what do you see kind of coming over the weekend, and does that hurt like a Jason Day or a Tiger Woods?
4: Absolutely. I think so. Today it looks pretty good. Yesterday there was a lot of fog. Tiger didn't even play a bracket round yesterday. He
3: just he just hit balls in
4: the range and, you know, called it a day. Uh So, yeah, that's going to be a thing. I think they said it was in the low 50s yesterday. If we get that again, then sure, it matters, especially to Jason Day, to Tiger, to, you know, Phil Mickelson, to some of the, the, either the older players or the ones that, you know, have some health problems or issues that that can jump out. Like, that was Tiger's problem, has always been Tiger's problem. Last year, it was the worst year of majors for him because they were all played at pretty much cold venues except for the Masters. Um it's going to be the same thing now with this because San Francisco—he's not going to get what he likes, which is 95 and you know human to loosen up the back. So the weather is going to—the weather is going to have a hand in this by the time we're done.
1: Nick, and hopefully Skip. not
4: because it's a fog delay.
1: Yeah, oh my gosh, which is certainly possible Nick dot ESPN.com. Hey Nick, um I don't know if you heard Tiger's using a different putter. Did you hear that? I don't know, it's kind of breaking news. <laughs> it's been mentioned,
4: yeah. It's been <laughs> mentioned, yeah.
1: I mean, it's really it's just a longer Newport Scotty Cameron, right?
4: Pretty much. I mean, but anytime he makes a switch with anything, but especially with that putter because I mean, he's been on record saying, you know, he he likes messing around in in his in his in his golf shop with his kids, and they can use any putter on the, but you don't touch the game putter, and that's the game putter and the fact that he takes it out of the bag is a big deal. he usually doesn't he never does that, and the only time he ever does go to a switch is usually at the open championship because he wants something heavier because you know the greens are like as slow as the shag carpet, so he wants something different. He doesn't do it here, and so that even that small change is a big deal when it comes to him and that
0: putter.
1: You know, it's interesting because, uh, and obviously he's a 2-under 68 today. I mean, that's that's a win for Tiger. I mean, he's three shots off the lead, right?
4: Yeah, and especially because he hit it all over the place, off the tee. He missed, at one stretch, he missed five consecutive fairways. Um, and still, this was a round that reminded me of the pre-injury Tiger, where he turned 75 into 68. Whereas post-injury Tiger has turned 68 and 73. Today was the day where, like, I'm just sitting there watching it and thinking, yeah, this is, this is going to be 72 or 73 by the time he's done, which is u- his usual opening round move. And he turned it into 68. This is the first time since 2014 at the Open Championship that he shot 60, opened with a 60 in a major.
1: Wow. Really amazing stuff. Uh, winding down here with our buddy Nick Petroskevich, who's covering, obviously, the PGA Championship, TPC Harding Park. Of course, great coverage on ESPN, ESPN.com. Nick, I want to ask you about Brooks Kepka, and obviously he's won back-to-back PGA Championships. Nobody's won three straight majors, individual majors like that, in almost 70 years. Um, it would seem preposterous to even think that he has a chance, but here he is a shot off the lead. The amount of pressure in history that's at stake right now is staggering.
4: It, it, it is amazing, not just that he's in the mix and trying to win three in a row, but and how preposterous that sounds. But before last week, he's been terrible since the PGA last year. Essentially, I mean, he's been he has not played well. He's had a bad knee, um, and then all of a sudden last week, figured it out. Go figure! Uh, a major is coming, and Brooks Koepka figured out his game just in time. Like he loves this stage. He is so bored by regular tour events uh, that it takes this moment <laughs> in the, and these moments in the stage for him to get it, to basically to be interested. And that's the thing. Like he just wants to win majors. He's got enough money that he doesn't care if he cashes, you know, a fifth place or a twenty-fifth place check on a PGA Tour stop. He just he wants to win majors because he wants. He's got he's got an ego and he wants that stature of being a big time player. This is the only time we we really it matters to become a big time player is this stage.
1: Nick, do you believe Bryson DeChambeau is eating over six thousand calories a day?
4: I mean, he's put on a lot of weight really, really fast. Like so he's doing he's he, he's you know he's up to like you know eight or nine protein shakes a day or whatever it is like I we we we've, we've sit we sat and looked at that that um, list of things he eats in a day and I just not only do I not know how you eat that much I don't know how you have enough time to eat that much yeah, like I'm, he, I'm with it's you. unbelievable
1: I'm with you um hey, so Nick has taught to- Nick's been on our show a bunch over the years he's got family here in Richmond yeah. my sources are telling me that. One of your brothers, I won't because I know you favor one brother over the other. You won't say that, but one of your brothers, who lives here in Richmond, actually had his first ace. Is that true?
4: So before I mock my brother, which I have plenty of thoughts, <laughs> uh, I do want to say that uh, his his father-in-law, uh, Ken Braun, uh, my sister-in-law Heidi's father, passed away last week, um, and the. The services of this week and he was an incredibly good man and a great father uh, to his kids and a great grandfather and he was in the Navy and he served this country so I want to say that first um, now because your brother. He's, he's, he's gonna be missed now to my brother <laughs> <laughs> right so it's about time first of all because I have as many in ones at holes in one at his club as he does and I live in Connecticut. <laughs> So let's get that out of the way first. Second of all, it's a he hit a hybrid from one fifty five downhill. We got a bunch of pro, we got a we got a bunch of problems here. One is he didn't see it one is he didn't see it go in the hole, which I don't know how you don't see it go in the hole downhill when it's right in front of you. Two, any man, woman or child from one fifty five who's gonna have an iron in
2: their hand. Not a, a, <laughs>
4: not a cut hybrid
1: How many How many pictures and posters Does he have in the works printed up Right now for the house
4: Oh my god I, I can't imagine I, I'm, I'm assuming That the rest of the day nobody played With the flag in the hole because I'm not I'm assuming he took the flag I'm And sure if I know did. him If I know him he took the stick too
1: Oh, that's funny. Dude You're the best Hey, man, enjoy the golf tournament. It's so great to talk to you, Nick. I hope you come back to Richmond soon. And Giff wants to get you out here to Independence. Absolutely. I don't think you've never played Independence, so we're going to get you out here to Independence Golf Club uh, the next time you're in Richmond visiting your brother.
4: Yep. So, sounds good. Thanks for having me and stay safe.
1: You're the best. See you, Nick. That's great. Take care, Nick. You got the same thing. He's
2: just like you, he yeah. has two brothers. Absolutely. Got to go head to head. All got to bust bust Absolutely. Yeah. Got to I grew
3: up with three. So you have three yeah. brothers too. Oh yeah, four yeah. brothers. Yeah. Oh my gosh,
1: that's <laughs> wild. Who has aces in your family? Obviously, Michael. <laughs> oh, they yeah they
2: yeah Michael and Alan. Both. They both uh, absolutely Everybody Yeah, has- but nobody's in a hybrid from one fifty five. I gotta say that's that the best part.
3: <laughs> my brother Rob uh, lives in Chicago, and he got transferred over to Europe, and so outside of London. We went up for his 40th birthday, and he got a hole in one on his birthday.
2: Oh wow! Stop
3: and it. he had these two little daughters, and my mom. Were, we were late because we had to go and drink in the clubhouse, have a beer, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I said, "Don't worry, Rob. I'll take the heat here." And then four months later, I got a hole in one down in South Carolina at a, uh, a awesome. Superbowl so, that's that's awesome. Island. So, so, yeah, cool. we're the only two.
1: Nice. That's really cool. But how so about
3: you? Yep, Greg? You no. One?
1: I have one brother, <laughs> and we're both hackers. <laughs> and, but we Sunday, love, you're getting hey, yours out here. We always win the 19th hole. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Thanks so much to Nick, and I know that Alan's listed, so uh, we appreciate it too. Quick timeout when we come back. A friend of yours, a longtime colleague and friend, Dan Baker, who's the Senior Director, Partnership Development for the PGA of America. He is going to join us to talk about some really cool stuff going on with the PGA in honor of the PGA championship it is let's talk golf presented by lexus of richmond we're live at independence golf club on the back patio right here at espn richmond
0: love golf we're giving away a trip for four to myrtle beach south carolina we will stay two nights and play three rounds at some of the area's premier courses download and open the new espn richmond app now to qualify brought to you by myrtle beach golf track online at your lexus of richmond offers
5: five luxury utility vehicles available in an amazing array of options, including F-Sports and hybrids. The UX is crafted to navigate the modern frontier. The RX and NX have redefined the crossover category, while the rugged yet refined full-size LX and GX put you in command of the journey on the road or on the trail. Experience amazing during the Golden Opportunity Sales Event at Lexus of Richmond.
6: Hey, this is Mitchell Bradley. You probably know by now that I really like golf. And 2020 marks the ninth year in a row that me and some of my closest friends will head to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina for four days on the links. Again, this year, I turn to the great folks at yourgolfpackage.com to plan our trip. I just tell them when I want to arrive, how many days I'm going to stay, the number of rounds we want to play, and then they take care of the rest. Jason, Craig, Parker, and the entire gang down there are experts when it comes to golf in their backyard. And they're giving away a free trip to one of our ESPN Richmond listeners. It's a two-night stay, including three rounds of golf with cart at some of the best courses anytime between this November and next March. Even if you don't win, you'll still be eligible to book your own getaway for just $249 per person. That's 30% off the regular price. To learn more and to register, download the ESPN Richmond mobile app and look for Myrtle Beach Golf Giveaway in the menu. Only the first 100 entries will be qualified, so do not wait. And if you want to book your own trip anytime, visit their website, yorkoffpackage.com.
4: We don't think mediocre. We're thinking about the best of the best.
6: Meet Ori, Vice President at Diamonds Direct, talking about his passion for creating the ultimate customer experience. The
4: feeling is going to be like you are the only person in that showroom. We always think from the customer perspective. You want to feel immediately comfortable. You want to be educated, that you're making the most amazing decisions of your life. You're showing them all the secrets of the industry. Sometimes when you leave the door, you feel that I'm an expert.
6: At Diamonds Direct, it's all about transparency, education, and a sincere desire to create an unforgettable experience.
4: If you're a savvy Shopper, and you're thinking about the whole experience that you would want to get. Dream about the one that will be the most amazing for you, and that's exactly what's going to happen here. The days of customers being charged double or three times the markup are ending, and we put an end to it. Those days are gone.
6: Discover the store that's completely revolutionized the jewelry business with unrivaled value, unbeatable selection, unmatched warranties, and unbelievable customer care. Diamonds Direct, Short Pump West Broad Village.
5: I'm Jewel Burks, Ambassador for Gold Series. Because of the work I put in behind the scenes, I'm good enough to be in whatever room I'm in. Youngest person in the room? Check. Only woman? No problem. Only black woman? All good. My work is my passion and my purpose. I'm Jewel Burks, managing partner of Collab Capital. How do you
6: work? Gold Series hair products work hard like you, providing deep moisture to strengthen and protect your hair from within. We work hard while you work wonders.
5: The Golden Opportunity Sales Event is going on now at Lexus of Richmond.
0: When it comes to local sports talk and the most play-by-play, we're the undisputed champion. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN.
1: Tubies. Well, (laughs) If we didn't do a golf show, we'd probably do a music show. Absolutely. We've, we're learning that we're all big music, guys. Let's Talk Golf presented by Lexus of Richmond. Uh, go to LexusofRichmond.com. We're going to talk about the renovation coming up soon. And, of course, it's only fitting that we got a Lexus ambassador, Jason Day, at the top of the leaderboard for the PGA Championship. Tom Flood, Giff Breed, Greg Burton. And it was great to have Nick Petroskevich from ESPN.com joining us for the live update from TPC Harding Park. We're going to talk a little bit more just about the PGA, the PGA of America. Great friend of you, a former colleague, Giff. Uh, we're so excited to have Dan Baker, Senior Director, Partnership Development for the PGA of America. Dan, how are you?
7: I'm doing great. It's a, it's a great week. We finally got here to Thursday of uh, having a championship. So We only to wait a year, a uh, year and three months
1: no question I, I think all of us are so excited not just to have live sports but to have a major champion do you sense that there may be even more excitement than normal for not just the P J championship but for major golf
7: I think so uh, you know uh, Brooks Koepka said it well he said you know somebody asked him I think about when you what do you feel like is a major and I think he or Rory had said you know when you drive in you, you know it's a major championship just by the look and feel and everything and um So, uh, you know, it's a great setup. And Harding Park, we thought, would be a great test of golf, and it's turned out to be that way and and had really good reviews from the players so far about the setup.
1: Dan, talk a little bit about your role and responsibilities with the PGA.
7: Yeah, so I oversee our partnerships with all the golf-related companies, so be it Titleist, TaylorMade, Callaway to uh, Nike, Adidas to Club Car to Topgolf is one of our partners, Golf Tech. So a variety of companies that they support our twenty nine thousand PGA members around the country and what they do and the, and they help to the, help us deliver the game to the golf consumer. So my job is to help them help our pros. Um, so we're 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 working with them all the time on how we get uh, people playing more golf and how we get people into the game.
1: You've been in this industry for a long, long time. Um, how do you feel about the state of the industry and how it's evolved during your tenure?
7: Yeah, it's it's. I think it's, you know, we've, we've gone through lulls and, you know, we always thought golf hopefully was recession proof, you know, I think 2008, 2009, obviously the industry struggled, uh, but bounced back. And then, you know, it was a tough, uh, obviously, you know, the coronavirus and, you know, what's going on in the world right now, there's a lot of things that are, that are certainly more important than golf, but, um, but golf certainly struggled, you know, in March and April. And then I think, when things started to open up back in May, people realized that golf was a way to get out there and socially distance. You can, you can play golf with three friends and never get within six feet of them and you're outdoors. And, uh, and it's a great way to still socialize and engage with people, but at a safe area and uh, in a safe distance. And, and so we've seen a record round of golf being played at courses, both public and private around the country uh, with people, you know, choosing to, to to go out play golf versus other activities where they would might be in an enclosed area or indoors or things like that. You know, golf is is luckily a, a place where people can enjoy uh, each other's company and, and do it safely.
1: Dan, is it true you carried gift breed at Octagon, <laughs> but he took all the credit?
7: <laughs> 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 gift. Giff uh Gif sold me on a. uh he sold me on coming to work for him and, and uh I, I tell you I you know I joke I, I said I can't match uh Giff's energy or creativity, but I can strive to, to do that. Um so you know he's uh he's you know, Giff is uh if he gives you a call at seven thirty in the morning, you need no morning coffee after that phone call. So uh that's that's a that's a jolt of uh double espresso. Uh and he's just always been that way. And I think um uh, in all seriousness, I think, you know, I, I came from a tournament director background and, and I think I learned a lot about marketing from GIF and and being creative with partners, which is really important um, in this business. Because, you know, golf isn't necessarily an easy sell. And, and when companies get involved in golf, it's not, you know, sometimes, you, you know, you've really got to kind of help them understand where they could benefit from that. So um, that was one of the things that I learned in my time at Gun from GIF was how to, you know, size up a company and, and figure out what do they need. And then, what kind of assets do we have that we can bring to them? So, uh, so I'm, I'm I'm grateful for that, uh, but I do miss my morning cup of of coffee from a phone call from guests. So.
2: <laughs> all right, the checks in the mail. <laughs> hey Dan, it's Kim. <laughs> thanks, thanks for all the kind words. But 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 on a serious note, what, how are sponsors reacting to COVID? Normally, at an event that we would do, we'd have all kinds of different activities going on. Um, how is it different out at Harding Park and uh, what have you done or how have you uh, made it so that they are all getting the, the return that they all need on the, the investment they're making in the
0: event?
7: Yeah. And our folks uh, so at, at the PGA, the, uh, especially the folks who handle some of our partners um, like Omega, National Car Rental, AIG, Constellation, Pepsi, and, and Chase Sapphire are our six major PJ championship uh, partners and just being on the phone with them constantly through this, this uh, situation since March. And then when we knew we we're going to pivot to no spectators, well, that meant no hospitality, no activation of like the chase Sapphire card member club or uh, what Pepsi would do on site, you know, and programming what, you know, what, what Omega would do on site with their boutique. So we looked at things like some on-site signage, uh, adding to the broadcast without it really standing out too much, but it, you know, it being there. Um, and then digital science, digital programming through com through the ESPN plus program. So we looked at was how could we shift where they might invest in hospitality and on site for spectators and how do we shift that to the broadcast? And, we, and we've done that. We, we think effectively there's, there's a lot of different programming that we've done with our partners at, at ESPN and CBS.
2: Did everybody stay with you, or did anybody say, "Hey, we, we this just doesn't work for us this year"? We'll talk to you next.
7: No, they all stayed. They all That's they all great. stayed, and, and you know, it was important yeah. for them to to want to try to figure out how to activate. And I think you know, credit to our folks who handle those companies, um, Luke and his team, uh, that that they were really out in front with them and constant communication, and got a lot of feedback from uh, from those companies saying, "Hey, you were you know, of all the, the sports properties." Uh, that that we deal with, you all were really out in front and, and keeping us informed. And, and they, I think they felt good about their, their choices and, and having to pivot from what you normally might see.
3: Hey, Dan, it's uh, Tom Flood with Lexus of Richmond. Um, I've been working with GIF here with uh, Lexus Partnership out of Independence. I believe we're the only golf course in the country that has <laughs> Lexus hybrid beverage <laughs> carts out there. Yep. Um, but uh, hey, I went through your. Your profile on LinkedIn, it's, it's amazing all the things you've done. Um, but I'm going to take us hopefully back in time a little bit. Um, I was fortunate enough to go to two Ryder Cups. I went to 1991 at Kiwa Island, and that was the war by the shore. Wow. And that truly wow. was one of the most competitive uh, events in any sport I've ever seen. There was a lot of drama, crying, fighting, all those things. But anyway, the second one I went to was at the Country Club in Brookline. And I saw today where you were the tournament director to that, and to me that actually could have been a great movie that whole weekend. So what was that event like for you?
7: Uh, yeah, I jokingly say it was the best and worst week of my life, all in one. It certainly, you know, the stress of a Ryder Cup is um, is you know is is a lot. You know when you're Luckily, when you're the term director, you've got a, a team of ops people and, and marketing people and, and on the ground people. And, you know, there's a thousand people working for all the vendors there. So there's a great sense of teamwork that you develop. But it's still a stressful event um, going into it because you don't, you know, um, like Springsteen said, you know, you don't, you know, when he when he did the halftime show, the Super Bowl at Tampa 2009, he said, Just don't go out there and screw the pooch in front of, you know. 200, you know, 250 million viewers, you know, and, and in our case with the Ryder Cup, we wanted to make sure because we're going to be live on close to 180 countries around the world, we wanted to make sure that we were going to bring, um, you know, bring the best uh, event that we could and making sure that the fans were going to see something that was pretty spectacular. And and, um, and there's just, a, you know, back then, 20 years ago, the logistics were a little bit tougher than they are now with, with everything being, um, you know, wireless. You know, but there we laid, you know, Six miles of cable and, you know, and 10 miles of telephone lines and things like that. So it's, it really adds up. Um, but we had a great event and uh, I take full credit for, for, um, for giving Justin Leonard the read on, on 17. That was, uh, you know, I, I told him earlier in the week, you know, you got to hit a little bit hard there because it's, it's, it's more uphill than you think. So.
3: Yeah, um, then don't coach yeah. the uh, American team to run across the line of the European <laughs> follow-up putt, hey, right? Just
7: don't take credit for those horrible
1: shirts, right? Just oh just yeah, the shirts are part of the movie,
3: though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the best part. I gotta feel. And it. then the uh, you know the late great Payne Stewart and um, Colin Montgomery. Uh, yeah. I was in the crowd on uh, Friday and Saturday, and man, they were just all over him. The Red Sox crowd was – and then for him to tie Payne Stewart on 18, uh, you know, Payne conceded the putt and all that. That was just like an awesome weekend. So thanks for your update on 21 years ago.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dan Baker, Senior Director, Partnership Development for PGA of America. As all of us love this sport, Dan, uh, you and Giff have made a career out of it. As we look forward – you know, you've mentioned creativity, you've mentioned innovation. What What's sort of being done behind the scenes with your organization, the USGA, the Tour, the LPGA, to, to sort of foster that sort of growth and evolution to keep growing this game?
7: Yeah, we have. Uh, we're very committed to, with, with the PJ Tour, the LPGA, the USGA, Augusta National, we've developed the Drive, Chip, and Putt program, we've developed uh, the PJ Junior League, which is – Something that we're really focused on with uh, the last couple of years, we've had uh, close to sixty thousand kids in PGA Junior League, which is basically seven to twelve year old kids that sign up, uh, they get on a team or a league with a PGA pro at a facility, and uh, they, you know, there's there's generally about ten to twelve kids on a team, and they all get a same color jersey with a number on the back, kind of like if you're playing soccer, because what we found that. was kids. Kids aren't, don't necessarily take at eight years old unless you take the individual sports. That's something that, you know, a lot of kids don't get into. But soccer, they can all put on the same color jersey. They run around and kick the ball. So we came up with that, looking at soccer as a model, and came up with that and said, okay, here's a team of 12 kids, and they play a two-person scramble. Sometimes they'll try to pair if a, if a new kid is eight years old uh, and they're new to the game, they might pair them with an 11-year-old who's been playing a couple years. So they get, you know, and, and then they play a scramble. So whether they hit a nice wedge shot or they hit a good pot or something like that, they feel like they're involved. And we started with 2,000 kids about eight years ago, and now we're at almost 60,000 kids. And that's a credit to 3,000 or so pros around the country who are running those programs. And uh, it's been a really big success, and we've got uh, almost 30% of the kids now are girls, which is great, because that's a big thing is how do we get girls in that, you know, seven to 10 age group to, to try golf.
2: That's awesome. Hey, Dan, I, I, we've got a golf course up here called Belmont. Uh, The first tee got involved with it. One of our old clients, Davis love did the redesign. Um, So we're super excited to see that come to fruition up here in Richmond, but you guys have something similar going on down in Florida.
7: We do. We're, we're working on a project with West Palm, the West Palm country club here at uh, near our headquarters. And so, our CEO Seth Law, and some some business leaders in the community have have, uh, have looked at reopening it. It closed 2018. It was struggling. Uh, the city has made a commitment to us that they want us to help them uh, revitalize it. So we're coming in to uh, create an 18-hole redo the 18-hole golf course with Gil Hans, uh, who's very excited about the project and um, and making you know recreating a, a great 18-hole golf course that'll be a, a challenge for two handicaps, and a fun challenge for a 30 handicap, but also then creating a, a short par three course uh, that's for the community to use and to get kids in the game, families out there, as well as a putting course and the practice area where we'll put out you know top tracer range on the practice area and and roll in food trucks for family nights and and programs. So we're revitalizing that to be uh, to be a fit for um, you know for a, a, a nonprofit. So we're going to fundraise to raise the money to rebuild the golf course, build a new clubhouse, all those things. And we're looking at how do we reimagine golf courses to be run, you know, some, you know, some urban public golf courses, how could they be run as a, as a 501c3 nonprofit, uh, where you could fundraise in the community and then operate them to be successful over a long period of time.
3: Hey, Dan, it's Tom again. Um, I have a 15 year old daughter and a 13 year old son and, um, my, they both started in that first uh, drive, chip, and putt, um, which I think you said seven or eight years ago. And I've uh, done the PGA Junior League. Um, I'm just telling you as a parent, those things are awesome. The, the pressure on the drive, chip, and putt is, is crazy because it's only three shots of, of each. And, you know, it usually comes down to chipping and putting like real golf. But, it's, um, but how did those things come about?
7: Uh, I think, you know, drive-driven putt was one thing that really, uh, you know, Augusta National. It's a. we think we've got a really good idea to, to create something that will get kids interested in, you know, Hey, the game, this game could be cool or fun or something like that. And then uh, our PGA pros and our PJ sections around the country, they run the local and the, and the, the regional qualifiers for it. So we partnered up with them and it just came about, let's create something that's fun. That's kind of like, you know, you, you know, with, with, you know, football, you had, you know, you know, drive kick. You know, or Punt um, you pass
4: know, punch,
3: kick. pass kick. Andy Reid. You know, uh, Andy Reid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Chiefs guy. Sorry.
7: <laughs> the Giant. So, uh, um, Andy Reid, and then and then you know, B.D. Judy came from seeing how you know seven, eight year old kids kind of really take the soccer and they're on a team. And so we said, well, you know what, let's let's do that, and and um, and, and let's create that for golf. And, and then the idea is then we you know programming into kids in high school. And then we 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 actually uh, we uh, merged with um, uh, Next Gen Golf, who is was running uh, college programs like college club teams and what they call their City Tour for twenty somethings. Afterwards, so now we, uh, they've created a national high school golf program. So there's a there's a high school golf championship that we just played in Pinehurst earlier this week, and. Luckily, we dodged the the storm a bit uh, in Piners, but um, inviting teams from around the country that won their, you know, won their state high school championship um, to come and play as a team and then individuals and team winners. So we we, want to make sure that we get kids interested in the game at an early age and then keep them involved in the game all the way through high school and then the college and then post college to keep those 20 somethings playing golf until maybe they get that time where they say, you know what? uh, you know, they're in their 30s and they want to join a private club and and continue the game. So we want to make sure it's a lifetime uh, focus for us of of keeping people, get them in the game and then keep them in the game.
2: Hey, Dan, it seems like here at Independence we've had, uh, obviously, like a lot of golf courses, uh, an influx of uh, more rounds. And it seems like the folks who had played twice or maybe now playing 12 times, 15 times. They're working from home, sneaking away on Wednesday. What is the PGA of America's approach to how do we keep those folks engaged in the game when this uh, this virus goes away?
7: Yeah, so we're working with uh, the golf equipment companies and uh, some of the retailers and the and, and the, the the big uh, multi course owner groups on how do we keep people engaged if they you know that that casual golfer that maybe played you know once a month or something like that. If, if now they're playing once a week because of, because they're home from work or it's, it's well, the one thing they can do that's safe to, so, you know, to, to socially distance with their friends. Uh, how do we keep them in the game? So we're working on programs to keep people you know engaged. And we we're trying to encourage you know, people to go get lessons from a PGA pro. Like if you're, if you're playing some more golf now, you know, oftentimes what we found was the people who are introduced to the game by their friends, that's the biggest group that are introduced but what happens is if their friend tries to teach him how to play golf, and, and no, I would never want to take a lesson from Giff because that would be an information <laughs> overload. Like that would be paralysis through analysis. So, it's Michael's uh, lane.
2: Yeah, exactly. He,
7: he would, he would da- Giff could probably download five, you know, Hogan's <laughs> book in, in about five minutes you know, to you. So, so, so we want to make sure that people, you know, that if, we found that if they would leave the game, if their friends tried to teach them how to play the game, but the people who stayed in the game was about 80% of the people who tried the game and stayed in the game. That 80% of the people who took lessons from a PGA pro then stayed in the game because they were taking lessons from an expert. So just like, if you want to learn to go skiing, you don't go have your friend who skied since they were five years old, teach you how to ski. They don't know how to teach. You know, you go to somebody who's been teaching skiing for 20 years and they, they make it seem easy. So, um, so we want to get people working with companies to, to, you know, the golf companies to get people taking lessons and getting, you know, the Titleist and tailormaids and callaways of the world have a great database of avid and core golfers. So we want to make sure those avid core golfers are convincing their friends who are maybe casual golfers to get lessons, seek out the advice of a PGA professional. What should I buy for equipment? You know, you don't need to spend, you know, $3,000 for equipment. You can get, you know, a starter set, or you can get into something that's, that's affordable, but make sure it fits you. Because, you know, guys tall, as tall as Giff and I, we you know playing regular lane clubs don't always work so you want to make sure that people are in the right fitting and a PGA pro is the best person to help you improve your golf game help you get in the right equipment help you get stuff that fits you to make you better and when people are playing better they enjoy it more and they'll play
3: more so. uh, yeah
1: no question hey dan baker senior director partner development of BJ. america this has been a lot of fun i know you and gif go way back but dan thanks for the time and we're we're gonna sit back and enjoy. We love West Coast golf. We yeah, and we exactly. love West Coast
2: major it's golf. Great. <laughs> yeah.
7: yeah, it is it is great. So and I, I just looked out the window. My my Lexus hybrid golf cart's not in the driveway yet. I guess, <laughs> you, Tom, I'm
1: is assuming, it coming? Are you sending it? I'm assuming are, are we, uh, it's
3: coming tomorrow. Are we in Connecticut or Florida or
1: California? Palm <laughs> Beach uh, <laughs> yeah. Gardens. Uh,
7: I'll, Tom, I'll send you the address.
3: All right, sounds good.
1: Dan, thank okay. you. Thanks, Dan. Great, Bye, great hearing from you. All right, that was awesome. Yep. Really, really fun, and and I love to hear the collaboration uh, at all levels of the sport because I, I don't think that existed, or maybe even people thought it was necessary. There's a lot of silos when this sort of early on, right?
2: Yeah, people staking out their turf, and and I, I do think it's it's gotten better. And uh, kudos to Augusta National. I mean, really, those guys, I think, were the guys that said, hey. We're we in got this all together, got right? This yeah. yeah, yeah. If we want this sport to thrive, right? Exactly. And and what they've done internationally and here domestically, it's great. And uh, the PGA under Seth Waugh's leadership, uh, fantastic. Jay Monahan at the tour. I mean, it's it's a bunch of really smart folks trying to figure out what's best for the sport. So uh, very exciting time for golf, and we got uh, obviously a lot of great players that uh, people are interested in, uh, other than DeChambeau. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> We're going to come back, uh, talk a
1: little bit uh, about the leaderboard, uh, and uh, we'll take one more time out and come back for our final segment. This is Let's Talk Golf, presented by Lexus of Richmond. We are live on the back patio at Independence Golf Club on ESPN Richmond.
0: Ready for a getaway to the beach with three of your boys for some free golf? We're giving away a two-night, three-round trip to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Thanks to your yourgolfpackage.com. Download the new ESPN Richmond app for all the details and to qualify. Team up at the beach. Brought to you by Myrtle Beach Golf
5: Trek. Lexus of Richmond offers five luxury utility vehicles available in an amazing array of options, including F-Sports and hybrids. The UX is crafted to navigate the modern frontier. The RX and NX have redefined the crossover category, while the rugged yet refined full-size LX and GX put you in command of the journey on the road or on the trail. Experience amazing during the Golden Opportunity sales event at Lexus of Richmond.
4: When an accident devastates your life, our job is to try to put your life back together again. Personal injuries can happen at any time in your life. In a moment's time, you may suffer from a debilitating injury that could last a lifetime. That's where the G-Law Firm comes in. We understand because we've been there before. For over 30 years, Central Virginia has trusted us after an accident to get them justice. If you've been injured due to someone else's negligence, call the G-Law Firm,
7: Personal Injury Attorneys, 226-4111.
0: Ball is back and so is HBO's Hard Knocks, the award-winning series that gives fans an all-access look at what it takes to make it in the National Football League. This season, for the first time ever, Hard Knocks will follow two teams, the Los Angeles Chargers and the Los Angeles Rams, as they make their way through training camp and prepare for the most unprecedented season in football history. Hard Knocks Los Angeles premieres Tuesday, August 11th at 10 p.m. on HBO and streaming on HBO Max. Be sure to listen to the official Hard Knocks podcast hosted by Peter Schrager every week, available wherever you get podcasts
5: The Golden Opportunity sales event is going on now at Lexus of Richmond.
0: Been stuck in your house all summer? How about heading outside and enjoying a round of golf at Queenfield Golf Club? Queenfield is a beautifully secluded 18-hole course just minutes east of Mechanicsville that offers a spacious driving range, practice greens, bunkers, and pitching greens, plus their professionally maintained golf course. People who play at Queenfield know that they are playing on some of the best greens in the area, making Queenfield Golf Club Richmond Golf at its finest. Reserve your tee time today by calling 769-8388 or visit us online at queenfieldgolf.com. Win a free golf trip to Myrtle Beach. Download the ESPN Richmond app to register.
5: Lexus of Richmond invites you to experience amazing during the Golden Opportunity Sales Event. Now through September 3rd at Lexus of Richmond. ESPN Richmond is an Urban One radio station, minority controlled and operated, and serving the African American community for over 40 years.
0: This is 995 and 1027 ESPN.
1: Welcome back. Let's talk golf, presented by Lexus of Richmond, live on the back patio at Independence Golf Club on ESPN Richmond. Thanks to our buddy Mitchell Bradley, back in the studio. Where did Tom go? Does he think he's putting? He's at the. (laughs) Does he think we have like a green room? Like, what does he think we're doing here? He saw
2: Deschambeau broke his driver, and he's now out swinging, trying to. Yeah.
1: So this is legit. Yeah. Bryson Deschambeau just snapped his driver
2: on the seventh hole. He has to go the rest of his round without a driver. I think if you break it uh, due to the equipment, you can replace it. If he had slammed it on the ground and broke it, and I didn't see how it happened, then lo- you can't replace it. So he, apparently, like, he hit his drive, and then when he went down to pick up his peg, right,
1: and, like, it snapped as he leaned on it. So it was obviously huh. maybe compromised. Yeah. That's an,
2: So we're trying to figure out what's going on there. Right, uh, That's wild. Um but you know, you know he... these Lexus guys are always testing technology. He's out there swinging, <laughs> trying to figure out if his. Tom?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Tom's going to come back and we're like, Tom, the show's over. Right, exactly. gonna...
2: <laughs> Now, here he comes now. He had just tested the D. Shampoo broken driver.
1: <laughs> I love it.
2: He did the Jake Mahomes called a timeout, he had none left. Let me First give you Weber. an update on Lieber. Yeah.
1: Jason Day in the clubhouse, minus five. He shot a 65 today. You got a ton of guys at minus four. Names you know like Martin Keimer, Xander Shoffley, Zach Johnson, Brooks Kepka, the two-time defending Whew. PGA champions, yeah. Justin Rose, Brendan Steele, uh, Mike Lorenzo Vera, uh, Bud Cawley. Um, and then Tigers at minus two because we got to mention that. But can yeah. I mention another name? lanto griffin the vcu grad yeah, at minus two is he really yes oh, awesome. that's fantastic lanto griffin out of vcu is at minus two so fantastic! he's through 11 holes and he has been playing sensational
2: uh this season got, so you got put him card. as the most accomplished vcu golfer over john rollins
1: john john was pretty good right john's won tournament right. so exactly. until lanto wins a pga event it's john rollins. well he's got one yeah. Lanto's got
2: one, yeah. but yeah.
1: Uh, but, I, I, but Lanto is playing really, really yeah, well. Absolutely. Fantastic yep. player. Yep. John had a remarkable career, as yep. you know, and, and I know you know yep. him, best. Love him him well. Yep. Um, Colin uh, Murakawa is, by the way, at minus one. I forgot to mention that was Nick's pick to actually win yeah. the PGA Championship. Uh, and I know that's one of your guys, Brian. So there we go. Um, Tom, give us an update on how the renovations going at Lexus of Richmond.
3: Uh, it's going great. Um, we're uh, we actually have some drone shots and commercials we're going to air this weekend. Um, we're opening our temporary space Monday through Saturday, but uh, it's it's really exciting. It's coming together, and uh, our you know reopening is going to be September twenty first, so that's next month. That's awesome. And then next week, I'm really excited. We'll uh, we'll have a little uh, challenge. I'll say um, we're uh, you know going to use our tournament in September out here at Independence. Um, we're going to have all the funds go to the Ask Childhood Cancer Foundation. So next week, we'll talk about our challenge to RVA, but um, we're going to, you know, instead of having this big grand opening party, it just doesn't feel very 2020. Right. Uh, we're going to take all those funds and uh, through the Champions for Charity, donate that to Ask, and then kind of challenge the Richmond market we have. Uh, you, Greg, and and, uh, people from all the different TV stations and, uh, it's, it's going to be pretty exciting to see if we can raise some money. Imagine going through this year and then having a child with cancer on top of that. It's just, that's just like, I, I can't even imagine. So we're, we're, we're really excited that. about that, um, next week. And, and, um, you know, we have our golden opportunity sales event going on through, uh, through labor day and, um, you know, things are pretty good over there. We're all masked up. We're following all the COVID-19 uh, and everybody can feel safe and we're doing everything we can.
1: Well, first of all, what you guys are doing, this new partnership with Ask of Richmond is fantastic. I know a lot of the folks over there were happy to help and I hope we can raise a lot of money for that organization because I love what they're doing. They're super active in the community and we we need to help that. That's a wonderful wonderful organization. We're gonna have a great tournament out here, uh, obviously in September, and. As a guy who owns a golf course GIF, rain's a good thing, just FYI, and we just got a lot of rain, and your golf course is in great shape. I'm playing on Sunday, and I know that uh, we want to invite everybody out. If you're looking to play, man, please go to IndependenceGolfClub.com.
2: Absolutely. We had a little dry spell there for a yeah. bit, and then uh, Hurricane, help me with the pronunciation. Isa 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 Right. Yeah. She came in, filled all the ponds up, and then we got a little bit of a, a spray here. but. Uh, the band's playing, so if you're interested in live music, uh, like Lexus of Richmond, we're really focusing on keeping everybody safe. So we have our box seats. Uh, I love that it. That people can come and uh, four people to a box and uh, and listen to music and, and feel comfortable that they're in uh, doing the proper social distancing.
1: No question. Uh, let's get one more look at the PGA Championship. Jason Day's at minus five. Uh, Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler, Martin Keimers, Andrew Shoffley, Bud Cawley, Zach Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Justin Rose, Brendan Steele, Mike Lorenzo Vera. When you see that kind of range of golfers all in the top ten, what's that tell you at a major It game? tells
2: you that it's going to be a great Sunday. Now, some of those guys will fall off, but the, the, of the names that you threw out there, a bunch of them are major uh, A Bud Colley is an example. Um, he, he's due. He's He's – He's somebody you expect to compete. Uh, Don't write him off is what you're saying. Yeah, and Scheffler, you know, who knows if he catches lightning in a bottle. It certainly has happened uh, plenty of times. But typically those guys kind of fall off over the weekend. But kudos to him for having a great first round. Uh, But the group that they've got right there, I mean, it's so exciting. And and Phil Mickelson's still on the golf course. Ricky Fowler's still on the golf course. There's still a lot of great players that could make this – a really, really special weekend.
1: Phil Mickelson is wearing these awesome
2: aviator mirrored <laughs> sunglasses, and it's just the coolest thing ever. Well, Tom Flood said he looked like an FBI agent, <laughs> he and does. I think that's perfect. I yeah. think you're exactly <laughs> yeah. right.
1: Your guy Gary Woodland's at minus three. He lost 27 pounds because he cut out uh, fried food and limited sugar, uh, which we should all that do. That doesn't sound funny. We got I, good fried <laughs>
3: chicken out in Kansas, I'll tell you that much. <laughs>
1: I Man. thought it was all burnt ends and ribs. Tom. It is now, but back in the day, you know.
3: But uh, you know, an interesting person on the list is uh, Martin Keimer. Oh yeah. And um, he was on the radio today on ESPN 950. I was driving over here, and he said he watched the 2014 U.S. Open from Pinehurst last night and got some inspiration. Love it. And uh, you know, just a little story like that. But you know, Tony Finau uh, oh, is due. I love this game. I love this um, game. Yeah. Of course, I picked Webb Simpson this morning, Good thinking pick. I'm so yep. smart, and I think he's like two or three over. Well, but He's a guy who played yeah. Webb played
1: in a lot of those VCU Charles Barkley tournaments. Yeah. He's a guy who's familiar, so yeah. I love Yeah,
3: I, I just don't know how – You know, I guess there's so many players, so many different ways to go, but yeah. – uh, Picking, you know, one person is very difficult.
1: Yep. Well, I'll say this. You can listen to it, obviously, on ESPN Richmond throughout the weekend. And, of course, you know, the live coverage as well. And then, uh, of course, if you're interested in Alexis, please go to lexusofrichmond.com. Interested in the tea time, IndependenceGolfClub.com. Tom Flood, thank you, buddy. Thank you. Great stuff, Gift Breed.
2: You're always great music such a great out of host. San Francisco, right? Oh, little, my God. We need I, to I do your music
1: out. list, yep, Tom. Absolutely. Best oh. band out of San Francisco is who, Tom?
3: Uh, I'm going to go with my. Uh, I'm going to go with Train and Journey.
1: Journey. Uh, journey. I mean, uh, they, yeah. And Train drop, made me drop, love
3: Journey again. Drop yeah. the mic. You know, blood, like right, Little yep. Doobie Brothers, yep, maybe. Yep.
1: Mitchell Bradley. Living on you. the fault line. Yep. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week. Let's Tuck Off. Presented by Lexus of Richmond. Live from Independence Golf Club on ESPN, Richmond. <laughs>